This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Diane Hawkman is uh, is free, y'all. She's free. She's been doing this for like two decades, and uh, with, I love this story because, you know, we, we see the success real, the highlights, the money, the income, all the, the fun stuff today, two-plus decades later. But when she got started, guys, she was just, a, you know, a mom with a, you know, a, a normal job, wanting to you know, relieve some financial stress from her, you know, from her family, and more importantly, be at home with her two young daughters. That was the deal. Had no business experience, did not go to school for business, knew nothing about recruiting, sales, leadership, all the things, right? She literally got introduced to an opportunity and was out there slinging product in parking lots. She saw a vision, and she got to work and rolled up her sleeves. And now... You know, because she stayed in the game, she worked on her skills, she got better and better, she learned about the things that she is a master at now, right, which is email, marketing, storytelling, you know, some high-level stuff. She's free. And we've paid her, you know, $1.5 million, multiple revenue streams, courses, clients, you know, coaching. She's, you know, got all that stuff set up. But, it, you know, rewind the clock, she was just like everybody else who got started, and she just never quit. And she's free. And our, is it, by the way, side note, is our number one affiliate. It's pretty cool. Diane Hoffman, L7 Leader. Good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Wake Up Call. Good morning, and good morning, everybody. And, oh, my gosh, what is going on here is just absolutely spectacular. I'm so excited about the new starter count. I'm so excited about the offer we have going on right now. Just absolutely off the hook. As Brian said, I've been in industry for 20 some odd years and I've been around the block. You know, I do a lot of business in Latin America. I do a lot of business here in the States. I do, you know, I, I, I mix and mingle. I do copywriting for a whole bunch of people. So I have a lot going on. And the reason I do a mastermind every month and it's always the third Thursday of the month, and it's going on tonight, is because I find that when we get really excited and caught up in the new, the new like TikTok or the new technology or the new this or the new that, there's things that are kind of between the lines that don't always get said or don't always get discussed or we don't always have an opportunity or a platform to talk about some of the things. And they're the missing links. They're truly the missing links that take people between people who are skilled, who know how to do a lot of stuff that aren't breaking through to five-figure incomes, five-figure monthly incomes, et cetera. And there's a ton of people. I see people every single day. They're so talented. They're so smart. They're so incredible. They're hard workers. But they're not making that breakthrough. And the stuff I cover in the deep abyss is the stuff that was handed to me that took me from somebody who was chasing after people, trying to sell product, as Brian said, in parking lots, hanging flyers in bathrooms, et cetera. Um, or in, in today's version of that might be posting, and t- you know, posting on Facebook all day and talking to people in groups and chit-chatting, and, and, and you're just not making that breakthrough. 
So I want to tell you about what I've been up to lately, what I've been studying, what I've been learning about. Um, <clears throat> two confessions, guys. I'm not the most technical. Um, I'm also ADHD, so I'm not always the person that's like the most consistent. I'm not that get up at 5.30 in the morning, get it done kind of person. I, I so honor it. I look to it. I, I, I bow to it, but that's just not really who I am. Um, and I've learned to work around, I had to learn as I was a kid, how to work around my super talents. And we all have super talents. If you don't know what they are, maybe come down sometime. I'll, I'll, I'll look right at you and tell you what your super talent is. And then we all have deficits. Some of us are in the middle and we have talents and deficits. And some of us are on extremes. I'm one of them where I have some pretty super talents and I have some pretty super deficits. And I'm not beating myself up. I've learned to work around them. So one of the tricks that I developed uh, over the years was to do all I could to stay ahead of the curve and to be a pioneer or an early adopter before everybody else shows up. Because when everybody else shows up, what will happen is there's people who will, you know, be more consistent or more this or more that. And, and, and then they kind of surpass me. And I, I know it and I get it. So I'm always looking for not the next shiny object or the next big thing, but I'm looking forward to see what the trends are and what the trends are going to be. And by the way, let me be clear. There's a difference between a fad and a trend. A fad is we're all wearing neon this year, <laughs> something ridiculous. Or, or like um, my favorite right now is all the young girls, my daughters are <clears throat> in their late 20s now, they all wear scrunchies, which we wore in the 80s, right? That's a fad. It's come back. Scrunchies are cool again. But a trend is something that is something that's going to grow over <clears throat> a long period of time. So, for example, when I saw social media coming, I literally dropped uh, doing the, the chasing stuff, and I got into attraction marketing and social media. And I was able to build quite the brand and quite the name for myself. So there's a lot of rumblings undercurrent in the industry right now about what they're calling Web3. And a lot of people think Web3 is about NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which is it's, – it's an interesting concept. It sounded very confusing until I heard it explained to me uh, in, in very basic ways, and now I kind of get what that is. Um, and, and it's about cryptos, and it's about this, and it's about the blockchain, and all this stuff that about a year or two ago – I've probably been hearing about it for a while. I mean, I've done what Bitcoin and all this other stuff is for forever. So I've been hearing all these terms for a while. But they weren't close enough to critical mass. It seemed like it was this underground weird stuff. And by the way, this call is not about any of those things. It's about a thought process. And it's about a thought process I'm going to be teaching tonight. And it's about something that's happening. You might want to write this down. Everything old is new again. Something that my mother used to say to me. Don't throw that outfit away. It'll be in style again. Everything old becomes new again. Right? And I'm old enough in the industry now to say that. So I've been, I've, been, I've been just listening to the rumblings about this, but I didn't take it very seriously. So then last week, a very prominent marketer who I've, sh uh, marketer who I've shared the stage with before, who I, I know and I trust, did a symposium about Web3. And he had special guest speakers, and these were business people. These weren't like wicky-wacky 27-year-old guys with spiky hair and chains that were selling cartoons for $7,000, okay? Because that's a lot of that NFT stuff that you see around. Because that's why I couldn't take it seriously. These are 
real business people. He had CEOs in there. These were people talking about the future of business and breaking down the definitions of these things and what's coming and how it will be for all of us. Now, I want you to think back. The beginning of the Internet was a bunch of weird guys in their mother's basements with things, and they went, well, they were trying to dial up, right? And they were talking about all kinds of weird, interesting things. And it wasn't mainstream. And, in fact, there's clips all over TikTok lately of, of Katie Couric and Matt Lauer saying the Internet won't last and email's a fad, right? And so it was weird, and it was strange, and, and nobody took it seriously until it became very serious, until it became mainstream. And now it's commonplace. Grandmas use Facebook, right? Uh, Great grandmas use Facebook. In fact, there's some in our community. So there's some women that there's some women in this community that are so beautiful. I can't believe they're great grandmas, but they are. So, so it's mainstream. It's normal. It was a trend, not a fad. So now I'm looking at the next thing that's coming, and I'm not telling you guys to go worry about it. I'm not telling you guys to go look it up. I'm not telling you guys to jump anywhere. You're in the right place right here because what we're doing and what we're teaching you is all the stuff you need to know, these funnels, these ideas of putting this together. Last night's training, by the way, on a sidebar was just absolutely brilliant um, because it's true. Those three things, if you could learn those three things, those three funnels I talked about last time, if you missed it, catch the, the replay. If you could learn, and see, that's me. I'm on a need-to-know basis. I learned the things that I needed to know. Um, so those three things are something that I think everybody needs to know, and I would be on top of that right away. If we look at the future, so basically what's happening is in the beginning of the Internet, it was individuals that put up sites to say something, and there was no two-way communication. It wasn't interactive. In fact, most of the people put up a site, and they barely ever changed the content on the site because there were only so many sites. I had a site back then. Um, it cost me thousands of dollars, and um, you know nobody could edit it for me. So once it was up, it was up. That was it. Um, not like today with the with the uh, the biz center and our builder. Like you could change things in a minute. You know, people are always worried I'll do it wrong. You can't do it wrong. You can fix it. It's like this. You just edit it, fix it. <laughs> no big deal. But back then, if you built something, and what was happening is people were building these names and these brands for themselves because they were one of the few that had these websites. And they built, and if I think of some of the forefathers of, of this industry, they really became legends. And then social media came. And, and by the way, they handled all their data. All the data belonged to them. If you went to their website and you put your name and your email in, if they were using an autoresponder, they were very rudimentary back then, all the data was controlled by them and used by them, okay? Then we got to social media, and what we all figured out very quickly is if you put a video on YouTube, you could rank in the search engines a lot faster than you could rank your own website. And then we got Facebook came out 2008, 2009, everybody got on, and so on. And then all these years went by, and everybody was using it, and everybody's loving it. But now there's all these regulations and companies that are rising up against how these large conglomerates are using data. I'm getting to my point. Don't worry. I am getting there. So now Apple has basically set up their phones and their devices that you can stop people from tracking you. You can stop all the, the sites from tracking you. And it's super-duper impacting advertising. It's impacting small business owners. It's in, impacting 
entrepreneurs. It's impacting big companies, and it's only going to get more so. We saw it a, a couple years ago when England put in, uh, the UK put in a lot of laws about tracking, and you see those things coming up on sites. You know, do you have, do you accept the cookies and do you this? Do you accept this and, you know, warnings and, and I forget what it's called in, in the UK, but all these things where you have to accept the terms. This is going to get more and more and more. And everything that they were talking about in this summit, and I usually, by the way, guys, I never go to these things. <laughs> so for me to go to something is telling you that I think it was important. And each speaker, one by one, whether they were talking about NFTs or whether they were talking about blockchain or whether they were talking about whatever they were talking about, every single session, it was like how to operate in a cookie-less world, how your email has to change when this changes, right? And don't get worried because it's no big deal because I'm going to teach you tonight how to not have a problem. Every single one of the speakers at the end, and these are big dogs, came down to the concept that the, this decade and beyond, the big issue is trust and people trusting you and being willing to give you their information and data because what's going to happen is more and more and more it's going to hit critical mass and everybody's going to be worried about this stuff and they're going to be looking for brands they trust. You've heard over and over over the years, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. How many times have you heard that? Somebody, we're not on, a, on, on the, uh, you know, I'm doing a call and I'm also streaming live, so we have some people streaming live. If you're watching live, you can just, you know, put an X in the chat. I never said that. Put an X, an elemental P in the chat if you've heard that. Have you ever heard that people do business with people they know, like, and trust? We've heard it over and over and over and over and over, right? But how many people have done a training with you about how to develop trust. When's the last time you went to that? No, we're all busy doing all this stuff, but we're missing this critical element. The reason why so many people got started 10, 15, 20 years ago and wiped out and have disappeared and are gone is because they abused trust or didn't keep trust. They went on other projects. I'm not saying that if somebody's not around in this space right now that they're, you know, big bad guys. They went on to other projects, etc. But, I mean, even people in the industry, if you look at the network marketing industry, and guys, I'm, you know, I'm in the network marketing industry, how much distrust is there out on, if you go on YouTube, if you go on TikTok, there's people building huge followings just because they're so upset about how people have been treated and lack of trust, which is interesting because we've been here for 14 years, which in, which in Internet years is like we're a million years old, and we have people that swear by us, right, over and over and over, because My Nutrition Pro has stood the test of time and built that, that level of trust with its clients. And we have people that have gone on to do amazing things. We have people that stay. We have people that go. But people rave about us because we've focused on that remarkable thing. So tonight, in my mastermind, I'm going to be talking to you about how to build trust and how to build it quickly. Most novice marketers are doing things that literally cause them to create distrust between them and their prospect. I always joke about it being like Star Trek, shields up, you know, because they, when you're saying certain things and behaving in certain ways, People automatically put up a shield between you and them because they're distrusting you instantly. Well, what if you learned how to cause people to trust you instantly or at least very quickly? What if you learn 
the moves that cause people to feel at ease with you, the moves that cause people to feel safe to get on that list, the moves that cause people to come to your webinars, come, come to your events, watch your live streams, etc. the moves that cause people to feel free to direct message you and ask for help, especially if you're using um, uh, short video right now. The, the whole deal is you've got to get them to dig you, trust you, and message you or click your link. So, and you have 30 seconds to do it, dudes. You got 30 seconds to do it. So I think learning about trust and how to build trust is one of the most profound things you can do. And here's the scoop. You know, sometimes we talk about companies and uplines and different people that, you know, try to get you to do different things. Um, and, and we teach you how to build your brand, et cetera. You have to become very conscious about your communication and what you're putting out there so that people will come to you over and over and over again. And I know we all want to make money and we all want to make it quick and we all want to go and we all want to do the thing. And in the end, you know, I always say build a list and you'll, you'll last forever. Build trust and you'll last forever. Um, and so that's the topic for tonight. And I think it's really profound because I didn't understand half the stuff they were talking about. I'm not going to lie to you. And, and eventually I will because it will become more and more critical mass that I'll sit down and I'll, I'll really focus on learning some things about this. And yes, when things impact me. For example, AWeber, the autoresponder that a lot of us use, um, there's a, I, I used to use campaigns. I've used it for, for 10, 15 years, and now they're discontinuing it. I have to learn, not campaigns, I used um, – whatever it was. There was like an old functionality, and then they added a new functionality many years ago. And because I knew how to use the original one, I resisted learning the new one. Now they're telling us everything's being converted to the new version, and you've got to learn it. Guess what? I'm learning it, right? Because I need to know. I'm going to need to know. We're all going to need to know about different things with, with email or our sites and stuff. And the best part is, see, I know MLSP has our back on that stuff. So I don't worry too much about all of that stuff because I know that they, you know, they have the legal team and the this and the that to kind of, you know, they're not going to give us legal advice, but their sites are going to be compliant. You know, it's not their place to give us legal advice, but their sites are going to be compliant. So I don't worry too much about that. But what I do worry about is people feeling that they can come to me and people feeling safe and people feeling like I'm going to show them the things that I feel are best for them and not just jam something down their throat. And that is a big part of uh, being a, a good attraction marketer, being a good uh, brand in the marketplace, building that, you know, build, engage, and sell. Um, if, if you're struggling with build, engage, and sell, there's a good chance that you're doing certain things that are causing people to distrust you by no fault of your own. You're just doing the best you can. But come tonight. It's thedeepabyss.com. Um, get back to the person that invited you. Use their link because um, there is a little affiliate commission on it. But um, come tonight and, and, and let some of this stuff roll around in your mind. And it might impact some of your communication practices. It might impact some of your follow-up practices. It might impact your intake or your onboarding practices. And trust me, the money will come. Again, I can't make any promises. I don't know what you're going to do. But when people trust you, they buy from you over 
and over and over again. And when you're in a program like My Lead System Pro that has a locked for life policy where somebody is tagged to you when you bring them in and they stick with you over the years, uh, there are people that have been here for 14 years, guys. There are people that have been, I have people that have been here for 10 years, right, 11 years. So think about that. Wouldn't you like to make money over and over and over in your network marketing companies, in this program, in your other affiliate programs? Wouldn't you like to have a list that actually opens your emails? Wouldn't you like to have people that actually read your posts or watch your videos and take your content seriously? There's a way to do that and create that feeling amongst your following. So I'm going to jump over to the MLSP fan page. So if you go on Facebook, just search for My Lead System Pro or put MLSPFanpage.com into your browser. I'm going to go over there and go live and we can talk about this uh, for all of you that are on the call. For those of you that are watching me live, you're welcome to join us as well. And um, that's it. Trust is it's, all the experts. They, and by the way, they weren't selling anything on this. The guy was putting this on. And it's very interesting because what happened is I, I was so in love with him for presenting this that I joined the next thing that he was doing, which does have a cost. It's very interesting. He developed a huge amount of trust, and it wasn't manipulative. And it wasn't – there's, by the way, there's huge backlash all over the place about manipulative and toxic marketing. And it's coming, kids. It's coming. And if there was ever a time to learn about trust, it is now. I'll see you guys over on the fan page. Join me for The Deep Abyss at thedeepabyss.com. Sign up now. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. It goes on right in our Facebook group. Just follow the directions when you join to find us. Um, and we're going to dig into this, and I'm going to give you some stuff that's really going to help. All right. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Take care. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.